You're listening to the Get Peeled Podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Hannah Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons that I have learned through fitness. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Get Peeled Podcast. I am Hannah Eden. And I'm your co-host, Paul Barreto. Today, we're in Montana Right on the edge of Foy's Lake. One of our favorite places. This is. This is a special, special place. It is fucking freezing. The sun is going down. Obviously, this is how we do things. You know, we wait for the end of the day to get shit done. And then we're like, let's shoot a podcast. And we run out of light. But whatever. As long as you can hear us, that's all that matters, right? Yes, but no worries. Because um, throughout this episode, we're going to be giving you some bird's eye view of this incredible place while there was light. So yes. that's going to be fun. Palafit took a pretty epic drone shot. So that's Right, so we are here. We have been traveling a bunch. We shot a podcast while we were in Aspen, and now we're back in Montana because this place is like a magnet and it just keeps drawing us back somehow, some way. And it really is truly special. Um, But today is the last of our four themes that we've been talking about, right? We broke up, we try to look back at how we were able to reinvent ourselves and continue to do that over the years. and continue to challenge ourselves and we try to zoom out and look at it from a macro level and break it up into stages we did stage one which was to wake up stage two was to accept it and face it uh stage three was to close the gap and now we're here the idea is that we are rebirthing and we've had a rebo- we're reborn yeah. into a new self um i don't know if you want to add anything but i have some ideas i'd love to start up with that might be able to yeah so the idea with. so the idea behind this new program i remember we're driving I think we were driving into Montana, actually. And um, we were brainstorming to understand what it is, like, where we are right now and how this next program could be. Because just like these programs that we release, right, these e-books, these challenges that you have released and we have released, it's basically a, a snapshot of our life in that moment. Yeah. Do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, like so almost like, like a Polaroid. Yes, but like, like Adele, Adele, you know? Uh, she releases albums based on an age and in a certain event that happened to her at that age. Yeah. That's really true. It is. And uh, this trip that we've been, this road trip that we've been, um, has been an incredible once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us. Of course, to get out there to see the world, to um, visit many places, but... More importantly, I think that it was an opportunity that I wasn't expecting. I think that you were already expecting. You had this idea about it already. I knew what I was coming for. Yeah. And uh, it was an opportunity for me to learn a lot about myself um, and understand that uh, wherever I was or I am right now at this point, let's say, it's not where I want to be. And then how, what were the processes what were the uh, moments that were really, really important in this entire journey that I think that brought us to this point? So we started tossing ideas around, and I'm like, look, what this trip has really been for me is an opportunity to be reborn. It's rebirth. It's finding a new person, finding my new self, and sticking to that person and understanding that there's only one journey, that we, we're here for one thing, and it's a quick journey. And if you don't make the most out of it, uh, we're really missing out. And then that's how the idea came about. And then this four-series podcast came about. And this is the final one, talking about how to stay here. Yeah, and uh, 
I want to point this out now is like everything that we're sharing with you doesn't mean that we've mastered this at all. I think that we've just been doing this a little while and that's why people come to us because we've been consistent with it. And so if I could share anything from experience, it would be understanding why we do what we do, understanding why we are stuck with bad habits and why it is so hard to create new ones and to stay consistent and commit to those new habits of who we are or a new way of living, should I say. Um, and I think that my brain works in a very different way maybe than other people, but something that's helpful for me is I think the idea of like, we only fear what we don't understand is mm -hmm. a great idea of that aligns with the point that I'm about to make, which is if we don't understand why we do something, it's really hard to stop doing it. And I think there's a, a, pr a process uh, that I'm always able to do, just like we were able to zoom out, break the this whole experience into four pieces. It's like a formula, right? And that formula can be applied with different perspective to a lot of different events in life, in fitness, in relationships, in, in business, in anything, and can be helpful. Um, so there is this book, and I want to start with this, is gonna, which is going to lead to more, um, and then we can continue to share personal experiences. But... The idea is that if you're here, the chances are is that you're either listening or you're doing uh, because you're looking to make a change. And to make a change means out with the old, in with the new, which you could apply to leaving bad habits behind and creating good ones, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea of habits and why we create good habits, why we create bad habits. I read a book once uh, called Atomic Habits. I believe the author is called James Clear. I hope I'm getting that right. Um, but... It's really cool, and I wrote some notes before I began, and I want to talk to you guys about this. Um, whenever we're born <laughs> as babies, we're all born with a shit ton of neurons inside of our brain. Now, these neurons are floating around because when we're newborn and we're malleable, anything is possible, and everything is possible because we haven't created fear or we haven't had any experience to make us think otherwise, right? It's like why babies and kids think that they can become astronauts you know, and why they want to be magicians and like that, that the world is <laughs> what they want to make it because they haven't been proven wrong or doubted yet. Right. And that's kind of what happens through life is certain life events happen and then they cause, uh, things to happen within our brain that cause us to commit to certain decisions, perspectives, the way that we view the world, the way that we view ourselves. So conditioning, these, conditioning, exactly. Your condition. Yeah. yeah. And there is this idea of something called synopsis pruning. And whenever one neuron connects to another neuron, this is called a synopsis. Synapsis. Synapsis, sorry. What did I say? Synopsis. Synopsis. The overall is, is a summary. <laughs> hey, my name's Tell the short blurb of a movie. Synopsis. Let me give you a quick, quick synopsis of this uh, synop idea. synapsis pruning, right? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's called synapsis pruning. And what happens is all these neurons are floating around when we're babies, which is why babies actually have more neurons than adults do. Mm -hmm. And that's like, well, how? Because babies are not intelligent yet, right? They haven't learned and they haven't been educated, blah, 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 blah. Well, as we grow older and we start to commit to certain activities or certain uh, habits, uh, we will start to cut away at the neurons that are floating around that haven't created a habit yet or haven't created this synapsis from this connection. So our brain will start to trim away at things if we don't use that part of our brain. So they say, you know, if someone uh, was to learn how to play the piano, it becomes such a, 
easy thing for them because they're embedding that connection between each neuron over and over and over and over and over again that it becomes so much stronger. Look at us in fitness, right? Look at kettlebell, look at animal flow. It becomes so much easier the more you do it because it bec your brain becomes conditioned to have you continue to do whatever this action or activity may be. So I think it's important that we know that because... I think that we can create connections between different neurons in our brain if we stimulate and challenge it to. So don't ever feel like you're done, right? And one thing further in the book, which I think is the most important part, is what I mean by theory and this formula, right? So there's four stages of a, of a habit. There's the cue, there's the craving, there's the response, and then there's a reward. So if we, we can all maybe understand this if you're a coffee drinker or a caffeine drinker of any sort. The cue is, I'm tired. The craving is, I'm going to make a coffee. Or it's the morning. I'm tired. Like, every morning, right? It's the morning time. It's the first thing I do when I wake up. So my habit is I drink coffee every day. Well, why is that happening? The cue is I wake up. That must mean it's morning. That must mean I'm tired. That must mean that coffee is the craving because I know that this is going to make me feel more alert. So then the response is you go make coffee. And then the reward is that you're energized by giving yourself this caffeine. Well, the reason why I'm breaking this down to you is because if we're trying to create new habits, whether it be workout, whether it be meditation, journaling, stretching, whatever it may be, try stacking this new foreign habit on top of an existing habit that has been so conditioned into your brain that it comes so easy to you. Uh, this is a really good way to try and develop new habits. And they say that it takes 21 days to create a habit. Mm -hmm. So if you go through this cue response a cue, craving, response, reward technique of these four different stages, and then you apply with definite, assertive thinking and uh, self-talk, I will, not I should, I will do 10 push-ups after my morning coffee every day. I will do 60 seconds of breath work after I drink my coffee every morning. You brush your teeth every day, right? So stack something on top of that. And if you have a visual reminder, which we've told you to do in front of you in your mirror, then it's going to become even easier. Do this repetitively over 21 days, and then it will become a lot easier and less overwhelming and challenging than it was on day one. And this idea of exp uh, expanding your capacity, being stretched beyond your bandwidth. This is what this whole thing applies to. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up on this, and I'm going to hand it over to Paolo, but... Once you understand these, how a habit is created, I want you to apply a good habit and feel the, the accomplishment of that and feel good and proud of yourself before you start to try and eliminate bad habits. Because once you are able to understand the formula with a good habit, then maybe we can look at the bad habit and break it into four pieces. Understand what the cue is, understand what the craving is, understand what the response is, understand what the reward is, and then it's like a formula. When, when you, the cue arises in your brain or in your body, rather than thinking or doing, when you say, okay, I'm tired, I know this means that I want coffee, replace the coffee, which is the craving, replace the, the, uh, the response and the reward by putting something else into the formula. Maybe it's like a lot of people try and like if they feel the urge to smoke a cigarette, people put an elastic band around their wrist and they snap it so yep. that, that the response or that, that feeling that they're getting from that is mm -hmm. now a negative connotation to this feeling, right? So look at this formula, be able to understand why what each piece is of the bad habit and then replace the cue, the response, the reward after the cue. Uh, uh, sorry, the craving, the response and the reward after the cue occurs. Does that make sense? Yeah.
I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, shit. Okay. No, but the reason why I'm telling you that is because I think if we can understand why our brains do things, because sometimes we're aware of the fact that we're not supposed to be doing something. We know that we want to make a change, but we can't. So if you look at it like a formula, it might be easier for you to create new habits or eliminate bad ones is what I'm trying to say. But now let's go back to... Okay, once you've gone through, and by the way, I guess all of these stages that I'm talking about are applying over the last three weeks of this program, right? Is that we're doing this, we're repeating, we've got five workouts a a day, a week, sorry. We're showing up, we're doing this, we're doing that. If we implement the workout into something that we're already doing, then maybe this will help us stay on track, stay consistent, create this habit, and then it becomes so second nature. Like, before this trip on the road, I never once had to second guess my workout showing up to the gym was never a challenge for me it was just part of the day Uh, the less you do it the more it it slacks and gets further away from you and that's what we're talking about with okay there is no finish line you get there and that's not it there is no way to say like okay i've built everything when we went live today it's like Mm -hmm. right now we haven't been able to lift weights for what 60 50 60 days well let's just put it like this not that we haven't been able to lift weights uh life like happens to everyone else life gets in the way and more stuff started happening we had these long jobs that committed uh over 20 days of road tripping and recording workouts uh that we do so basically the getting into the weight room and lifting weights became dropped down on the priority list because there was a lot of shit going on in our lives so it's not that we're unable to it's just that life got in the way and fuck you took the best of us and i guess i'm i should use my words wisely people would call that a sacrifice it's not a sacrifice things came up that made us make decisions and choices that kept us away from doing what we usually do Mm -hmm. um the what lack of resources lack of time within the day having to make sure our bodies were okay like if we trained too hard that would have meant that we were too sore to go fucking run 15 miles you know we had to make a lot of decisions and choices that i guess went against our norm so my point is is that we didn't lift weights okay and because we didn't lift weights i went back to the gym yesterday and today yesterday wasn't so bad today was a really challenging day for me in the gym a really frustrating day but i want to express this because i know exactly why this has happened and it's not mm-hmm. anyone's fault it's just a season it's temporary mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop me feeling <clears throat> like shit to be honest so weak couldn't lift a quarter of the weight that i can usually lift and most importantly just to highlight that this is something that every fucking person goes through um including uh people that actually have fitness as a career like hannah and myself the only difference is when you open your social media and everyone around you and the 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 mainstream media they only put in your faces and in our faces the the limelight they only put the man i look great i'm killing my workouts and i want to relate to that because i'm there right now where it's really i don't know how where you're at personally but like Today, Dana's like, do you want me to take a video of you? And I had already had a video of myself, and I looked at it, and I felt horrible. I had, I had so lo- such low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I didn't want to show the world that I didn't 
think that I was strong because I'm willing to say that. But I lost, I've, I've lost confidence. And that comes with training. And training gives me confidence, a lot of it. And if I don't train to my, my version of training that makes me feel good and comfortable in my own skin and comfortable in my own performance, then I feel less than for myself. And that's because I understand how great I feel when I'm on top of my game. So this is actually important that we say this, right? It's like... I wrote two things here. It's like, there's two stages of what I'm talking about. And mm -hmm. I'll never forget 2013 when we went to the Keys with your mom and dad. Oh. Okay. We went wild. We didn't train for a while. That was the last time I felt like I had lost a lot of strength, a lot of conditioning. Really? Yeah, because I was a performance athlete at that point. You know, mm -hmm. I remember feeling like shit when we went back to the gym. You were competing and stuff. I was competing. So, but I also remember that I was in a very different state of mind then than I am now. And back then it was like, all right, it feels really good to be strong and to be fit and confident, but I can't wait to get back to my old bad habits, right? Mm -hmm. It's like it's this temporary feeling, and maybe someone that's watching right now can understand and be like, this feels good, but fuck me, I can't wait to be able to drink wine every night and, like, eat shitty food and not have to worry about this, that, mm -hmm. and the other. That's because you haven't stayed in it long enough to understand that that is better than the alternative. Which but is, that's the way. Yeah, and then my second point was... That I said, number one, feels good, but you can't wait to get back to old habits. Number two, which is like the second phase, or maybe the third or the fourth, however many times you need to do it to get there, is this feels so good, I never want to go back to my old habits. You know? Right. There's a huge difference there. What do you think? It's tough. It's one of those things. Um, I, guess, I guess this podcast, it is to talk about being reborn, and it's... It's very apropos because we are both in this uh, same position right now in which we understand that we only have so much capacity in our lives, in our days, um, energetic, um, that this past year in this trip, I already came in this trip with a very, not clear understanding, but I already had this sort of expectation, understanding that, look, we're going to be out there. It's going to be a completely new, different life. And it's almost an exchange to some extent. Is We only have so much bandwidth to pour into our lives. And I knew that, hey, if it comes to fitness and lifting the weights and putting the workout and doing all of what we used to do, if it comes to that dropping down on our priority list... That is okay because I was a lot more focused into getting out in the nature, uh, getting to see things, learning about ourselves, uh, facing the challenges that we faced head on. And, and, and it's one of those things. You're going to lack somewhere. You know what I mean? And the thing in life is to find harmony. It's to find the, okay, it's okay. Because right now... I am more in peace with it, knowing that I am not at my top shape, or am I not at the top of my fitness game, but I know that I have grown and I have seen development and growth in many other areas of my life that I hadn't before, because I was prioritizing the lifting of weights. You know and I, mean? I think that that goes back to our entire uh, idea behind Get Peeled, right? There's like three facets, facets of our life, facets of our life that are important to focus on. Doesn't mean it's like love tanks with the love language. I don't know if yeah. anyone's read that, but like we have a love tank, right? When it's full, we feel good. But I'm, I like to use that or use the analogy of having three bowls or cups 
that are full and that it's really hard to keep all three equally full at all times and I don't believe I think we were just talking about this there is no way of creating that balance right but as long as we have awareness for all three stages and all three pieces then it's okay if one is full one time one's lacking a little bit and then the other one's a little bit low okay we're aware now that on a personal level we've been on a huge personal journey over this last 10 months I have so much personal growth but now it's time to go home and focus on the business and focus on relationships and our family and our friends, right? It's like, we, it's hard to keep them all, all full. Yeah. Uh, business for me is also not, you know, my personal uh, mindfulness and my personal development is getting stronger. But my confidence is lacking and my self-esteem is lacking. So there's like, there's little areas or like yeah. cul-de-sacs or mazes within each little bowl that I'm referring to as well so yeah absolutely to your point we are not maybe full on one place uh, we're a little empty in some places but no. we are fucking overflowing in others exactly. I think the bigger lesson here to be learned and, and the, I guess the moral of the story is zoom out and just make sure that throughout the year and the seasons is what I just called them today like this is seasonal this shall two pass and look at the seasons of the year we go from snow and fucking freezing temperatures to bikinis on boats in the same space uh every 20 every 12 months so i mean at the end of the day we are okay and we just have to make sure that within the year or within the cycle that we're making sure that each of these bowls is never empty and we're focusing and aware enough that we keep it harmony amongst all three uh, to your to, to the word that you used yeah. you know it is a harmony and this is not a uh podcast for us to say hey man look at me and this is what's going on in my life it's not about us it's us sharing what's happening to us to uh well, that's what this basically about, tell right? you guys right 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 but i don't want to make this about us this is about giving you uh, a little peek into what's going on in our personal lives so you can understand that once you feel that harmony once you feel like you have closed the gap between where you were and where you wanted to be this is the way to go. This is the way to go. And understand that there's a few things that you can do to remain where you are and not let yourself slip back into the old habits, right? Um, one of the biggest things that I understood in this trip, we've been very fortunate to meet a lot of people, a lot of people that are high achievers, a lot of people that just, look, we all have 24 hours in the same day, and some people do a lot more with it than others. And we met some people that find ways to do a lot with it. So one thing that I've learned is that the environment, the conditions of your environment either helps you destroy what's around you or helps you build a lot what is around you. So what I'm trying to say is a few tricks, a few tips to help you stay where you are if you have arrived. Um, and by the way, the idea of having arrived is a, a faulty one because the idea is that we never arrived. But I get you understand what I'm trying to say. It's just an analogy. Don't press it too if hard. If you made it to the end of this challenge. If you made it to the end of this challenge, if you got to a place where you're like, oh my goodness, I can look back and see where I was. You need to surround yourself with people that will help you. Um, That's us. Do more. Exactly. And you also need to try and suppress the noise around you. And that means eliminating the shit in your life. Because people and places and the environment around you can either do one of two things, either add or subtract. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's up to you, ultimately up to you, to choose what you surround yourself with. 
if it's the points that subtract or add to your own life. So that means suppressing the fucking noise around you. Surround yourself with good people, with positivity. And this is just two little things that you can do to help stay in the state of shit, man. I'm in a good place and I want to stay here. And, you know, to add to that, I think a great way of... Because you might be aware that you're in a negative environment, but to just pick up and leave is not an option right now. But before you do that, maybe you can help. If you're really like, man, I need to find myself a new group of friends, but I'm not really sure because there's history. Um, there's this thing about shedding, right? You can shed. and It's a new year coming up. Um, don't feel like it is a bad thing if you're an adult and you feel like you need to eliminate certain people from your life, even if you love them and they love you, but they are not serving you or, you know, they are not doing anything that is good for your life and they're not supporting any of these mm -hmm. changes that you're trying to implement to make you a better person, then maybe it is time to let them go. Mm -hmm. um, but a good little technique and, and thing that I learned from Mr. Jay Shetty uh, was his an idea of spot it, see it, spot it, swap it, right? Negativity is contagious. And I catch myself when we are surrounded by people that maybe are not by choice or maybe there are different kinds of friends or friends of friends and you see like negative behavior i'm going to use a social setting for old example. habits like this around you yeah yeah so i'm going to use an, an example right here which is when people talk about people um if you're not around people which that don't do that you won't be talking about anyone you, you're you're good you, you don't feel any need to put anyone else down because you are focused on your own life, right? But if you are around that environment where people constantly talk about people or shame people or put people down or are very bitchy and catty, you'll catch yourself almost agreeing or getting involved because that shit's contagious. So maybe you don't want to sit here and call someone out if they're being negative and be a, a combative with them and say, hey, that's a really negative thing to say. But see it, acknowledge it, don't react to it, but try and replace it and swap the negativity for something positive such as oh so and so have you seen what she's done to her hair oh my gosh it looks so bad well that person might have had something horrible happen to their hair and that's why they made a change that they don't like either so rather than saying that you could be like yeah and maybe i did prefer it longer too but who knows maybe her hair was falling out or something like trying to add perspective or a positive uh response to someone's negative comment is a good way to start. And if you are rejected from that over and over and over again, and maybe the first time they might be taken off guard by your new formula that you're implementing and do it with style and grace, obviously. But if you're consistently recognizing that if you say something like that, like I just mentioned in their responses, well, whatever the fuck it is, she looks horrible anyway, then maybe you need to really be aware of your surroundings and recognize that maybe this isn't the place for me to yeah. be. Yeah, and, 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 and so what Hannah's telling you is the idea of creating containers, right? And we're introduced to this uh, 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 this little goes like <laughs> coffee. It's to create containers. It's, and in a real practical way in life, we all have some stuff that we kind, it's our kryptonite, right? I love Power Crunch bars. You know what I mean? I love them. She coughing. So to create containers, and this is the easiest way to put as an example, I love them. And if they're around it, I'm going to get them. I'm going to do it. I want to catch on to them. So, I try to avoid having them around, and especially a stack of them around it. So to help me kind of stay on track, and this is just a silly way of trying to uh, paint the picture of what we're trying to say, of how to create these containers. Um, you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm waiting for you to finish. Yeah, so to close the loop is this, like, there's this little snack from Brazil called Pasoquitas, 
And every time that I bring him home, we're like, Hannah's like, oh my goodness, you got the Pasaquitas again. And it's something that we love. But if they're around, we will pry on them and we will destroy them. So every time that I go to Brazil, I bring just one pack for us. And that's it. Because all the other times that I brought five, we're like, man, this is not right. We're going for it. And we're losing ourselves here. So create the containers. Uh, understand that if it's not serving you, eliminate it. Suppress the noise around you and surround yourself with the good stuff. Does that make sense? That was a, that was a good one. I'm not sure where the power currents went, though. No, it was just stuff that's that... A, that's an idea of... Uh, out of sight, out of mind, right? Exactly, okay. out of sight, out of mind. Like, I like it. It's getting real dark. It is. And right now you can see a silhouette. So, uh, baby, do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, and uh, one more. I think I want to put one more example into your container and then we can wrap it up, yeah. which is this. Create boundaries, right? Space. Create space for every aspect of your life on an intangible way and a, in a way that is a physical tangible product that yeah. you know if you're trying to eat healthy and make changes at home then why would you have any bad food within your houses right that's one way of looking Something at very it simple, right? um, if you're an emotional standpoint if you want to if you recognize that you say sorry all the time create an imaginal imaginable container imaginable 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 trust me imaginative no imaginable what Create an invisible, is what I'm trying to say, mm -hmm. uh, container that when you're around, if you are around certain people that you feel intimidated by and for some reason your response is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, create this invisible bubble that when you're around these people, the word sorry is not welcome. There's other ways of responding to it and just be very mindful of everything that you're trying to do. Be very mindful and create your own boundaries. Saying no is okay. Saying yes is great as long as it's honoring and serving you in that time and just make sure that you're in a good spot and that to stay in this, um, to wrap all of this up is, okay, we've been through all these stages. It feels great right now, but it's almost like I'm, it feels so good. I'm scared it's going to go. Well, it's not going to stay there if you just sit around. Um, so you've got to stay consistent. You've got to maintain whatever it is you're doing. So if you've made it to this far in your fitness journey, then we've got to keep moving, right? So what's the next step? What's the next thing you're challenging yourself to? And maybe it isn't something hard. Maybe it's just to say, I want to consistently move three to four, maybe five days a week, whatever it may be. But set up these containers, set up these spe this space, set up these tangible and intangible goals that you're working towards and look at them and apply them to every aspect of your life on a personal level with your relationships and also for whatever you do for a living even if it means that you stay at home and you're a stay-at-home mom be the most have so much pride in the work that you do and become the best stay-at-home mom that you can possibly be for your family and for yourself too so apply all these things the way to stay here is to constantly challenge yourself in my opinion i agree that's it that's a great way to leave it, baby. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you on the next side. These dogs are too cold. Me too. You are? <laughs> freezing. Oh, Absolutely not. freezing. I'm not. I'm How not. You not? You're wearing leg. How many leggings? Two. I got two. These guys need to go up. I don't think I can stand up. I got you, but is my phone going to fall? No, I don't even guy. know where your phone is. This is love, people. Can you can you step forward real quick? No, here. No. That's not a stable place for me. There you go. Pull me. Oh my god. Pull me, motherfucker. You're pathetic. You put all your weight on my arm. Oh. <laughs>